0: Hi guys, and welcome to our impromptu Q&A episode. This episode is brought to us by Audible.com, distributors of audiobooks and givers of free trials. You can get a free audiobook and 30-day free trial if you go to audibletrial.com slash dspn. There are over 180,000 titles to choose from, including lots of passive-aggressive self-help books to torture your family on road trips this coming holiday season. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash dspn for your free trial and free audiobook. And now let's get started.
1: Okay, let's get this thing started. Welcome, ladies. Welcome, gentlemen. Welcome, non binary folks. Welcome, sentient hams. Welcome, small penguins, large penguins, puffins, whatever you are. Welcome to this. Medium penguins can get fucked. (laughs) No fucking normal sized penguins. Medium (laughs) penguins always have something to hide, and they are not welcome here. Um. Welcome, everyone else, though, to our Q and A Yay. Yay. part duh. part duh. part duh. Okay, <laughs> part duh. So we are here, the cast of Dames and Dragons, to answer those sweet, sweet cues with some saucy, saucy A's. And we're just gonna leap right in. Unless, should we introduce ourselves? I feel like it just feels I'm- unnatural not to. I'm. I'm Noelle, and I am playing Noelle. (laughs) And I'm Kat,
0: your DM. QM, the question master. Yeah,
1: QM, I'm your QM.
2: I'm Housemeet, and I'm playing Caitlin. I'm Sophia, and I'm playing Housemeet.
1: Sick! (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, our first question comes from James D. on Facebook. Uh, And James asks, where do the jokes about dumps go?
0: We all just like stared at each other through the Skype window, in- oh,
1: <laughs> Sophia got so upset she knocked her mic over. I was
0: really upset, <laughs> James.
2: They're there. You just have to listen. They're there. You're not. You're not looking
0: hard yeah. enough, James. Listen with your heart, not your Maybe ears, James. Maybe be a Patreon James. donor
2: because a lot of really amazing jokes uh, get cut, and then there's little secrets. So probably. Are you a Patreon donor? We'll donate more. You'll get more dump jokes.
0: <laughs> give, <laughs> give the us more, more you money. donate,
2: the more dump jokes
1: you get. Yeah. It's
0: kind of our whole yep. deal.
2: Dollar
1: per jump uh, <laughs> Patreon model we uh, have set up.
2: For $500, we will write a custom dump joke for you and your friends and family. For we
0: $1,000, give- we'll poop in a bag.
2: <laughs> $5.
0: You want it? No. No. Honestly, we'll do that to anybody who doesn't donate.
2: <laughs> yeah, actually, if no. you don't donate, that's what happens.
1: <laughs> well, all right. So let's move on. Savage piss on Tumblr. Who's that? asks Savage piss. Oh, it's a uh, a mysterious elven gentry who come to Earth through space. I don't know. Whoa. Hey,
2: um, it's Hannah. I just have to throw this in. Um, <laughs> Hannah, I had a dream last night. That you and I met Jareth from Labyrinth and he was real. So <laughs> you were there. It was really great.
1: Well, Hannah who asks, so this has been on my mind for a while. Does Corbin actually make tea? Do I want to know what's in it? Yes. And yes. <laughs> well, what's in it? I want to know what's in it then.
2: It's one of those recipes that just kind of like... It is birthed from improvisation. So, you know, he'll oh. just kind of take like whatever he has on
1: hand. It's like the Cat Returns. It's uh, your own special blend. It's a yeah. little bit different every time. So, like, sometimes it's, like,
2: you know, twigs. Sometimes it's, like, dirt. Sometimes <laughs> it's, like, some twigs and dirt. Sometimes it's, like, a piece there, of fabric. Are there ever <laughs> leaves? Does he ever use leaves? Yeah, like, sometimes if he can Does find some leaves. Does he ever use leaves. tea leaves? No,
0: <laughs> no, that's all crazy. Right. Question answered.
1: Okay, um, and this one comes from Clovexy on Tumblr. Our good friend Libby, Libby, Libby. If our main characters went to college, what would they each have majored in? <laughs> I
0: love this. <laughs> oh, football! She'd be would here. She like, f- be on a football. Oh show? yeah, she yeah. Like, she'd be like- making all the goals. With the ball. Mm, okay. And she <laughs> would have like majored in like general studies. She'd major in football. Oh, okay.
2: Am I mistaken? And by football I mean soccer. I'm using the
0: the term. Oh, because she would be in another yeah, country. Yeah.
1: Caitlin?
2: Uh well I wanna say environmental studies, but that feels like a cop out.
1: <laughs> uh, I feel like Corbin would have majored in like astronomy because he thought it was astrology yeah
2: that's a real possibility he also so might that be that Jenny guy Slate did. <laughs> yes. he also might be that guy who like ma- tries to major in philosophy or like logic because he thinks it's gonna be easy and then <laughs> fucking sucks <laughs> but then also like he comes through it wise and and smart or something
1: I think Mary would, and this is definitely a cop-out, but also the truth, she would st- like major in uh, religious studies. Yep.
0: Hmm. Yeah. 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 I think Fran would do some kind of science because I feel like a wizard is like the like science version of magic, you know? Yeah. It's like you have to study it and like experiment with it and stuff. And I guess it would probably be like marine biology. Yeah. <laughs> so, Surprising no one. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But she would like she would discover a new species. What would uh, Torva major in? Oh, great question.
1: Ooh, Torva. See, I don't think Torva would
2: be a he'd be a professor. Mm-hmm. He'd be the school president who makes five hundred thousand dollars a year
0: and That's well, true but, politics probably Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Honestly, he probably he'd be the, the president of the school and he would have a Oh Caitlin, what does what how much does the president of Hamlin have for her wardrobe stipend? Uh that is a sweet Thirty thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, so he he would have a thirty thousand dollar wardrobe stipend. Yep, uh, and he would also, and then he'd make impassioned speeches to the student body about how we're raising your tuition to increase the quality of your education.
2: <laughs> yep.
1: So anyway, yeah. moving on. Uh, <laughs> oh, so this is actually a question for me. So I'm going to read this and then answer it. So I guess I'll use a funny voice to read it.
2: Yes, please S- do. Send it to me, yeah. and I'll read it in Mickey Mouse voice. Uh, um, I yeah, don't okay. know about that no! <laughs> Don't listen <laughs> Don't do it <laughs> It's too weird this for me wrong. to read it to myself I'm taking my headphones off because I can't listen to myself While I do Mickey Mouse <laughs> Oh my god Hey all I have a question about Mary Is her sign language a creation of her own uh, To be able to communicate <laughs> Or does slash did Esther have its own version of sign language Is it similar to ASL
0: I hated that for the record.
1: oh boy i tripped oh. up i'm so sorry it's okay so <laughs> the question that is being asked i will answer it now okay um, <laughs> yeah so yes and no estra does did does have its own sign version of a sign language um however that's not what mary uses uh because mary was isolated from everyone by her attendants. Her sign language is something that she made up so that it would be easier for her to communicate, um, and it has sort of since evolved into a more sophisticated sign language. So, and it's it's
0: based on the hand movements for spells, right? Like that's yes. why Corbin and I could understand it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Because spells in the universe I've created, spells are kind of like a their own have their own hand language. So Mary is has tapped into that and you know, used it to create a fairly easy to understand sign language. And also magic. Cool. All right. Cool. So uh, next question is from Alicia Marie on Facebook. And Alicia Marie asks, "Uh, I'm having trouble getting people to play a campaign with me. I have a DM and myself, but I'm struggling to find others. Many say they're interested and then never show up. Do you have any advice for assembling a reliable crew? Blackmail. Blackmail. Start a podcast. (laughs) I was going to say, you know, just scattershot approach. Just whoever you can get to show up and do a bunch of like short, you know, like one shots or a campaign that you don't maybe you're okay putting down when everybody stops showing up. But from that you will get at least three people who will sit down and make a podcast with you.
2: <laughs> I, Very that's true. how I do it. Yes. I think the key, yes. too, is to get people through character creation, which I found yeah. like mm-hmm. getting people into D&D is the biggest hurdle. So if you can get a group of people through character creation and have them start playing the game, you'll, you'll have mm-hmm. people who like D&D. But that's yeah. been the most difficult thing is people are
0: like, what do you mean I have to roll dice? And I just, I can't. Well, it's very, it's very intimidating. Like, I mean, I did not enjoy my first character creation, and especially when you don't know what anything you're doing means yet Mm because you've never played.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. But like,
0: a couple people, just because like they didn't do their character creation that we played with our first time, just used like pre made ones and kind of made it their own in a certain way, you know. And your first time, I would honestly just recommend doing that because then you won't do everything wrong and have a paladin who can't fight like what I did. <laughs>
2: <Yep>. <laughs>
0: I, I do yep. think um, um, character creation helps you
2: like figure out why certain things are the way they are, though. I, I agree that's that true, it's confusing. But I would do
0: it the second time Yeah, play. Yeah. I think that's a good point. Yeah,
2: like maybe do like a test run where everybody yeah. does a pre-made sheet for a couple rounds and then have people make their own character yeah. for yeah. Well,
1: experience. And, and that's actually where the, the 5E starter kit comes in really handy because that's, mm. that has some pre-made characters that you can just grab and go. And it has an adventure that really walks you through the basics of dnd there's this thing that they talk a lot about a lot in designing adventures which is the three pillars of gameplay and if you can get your players through kind of all three pillars of gameplay which are role-playing fighting and exploration um and if you can get through like all three of those things which the the box set of DD is very good at doing very quickly you you can kind of hook them in and figure out what people like best and that really helps you build a game that is going to captivate your players. The, the other thing too
0: is like if you're having trouble getting people together in person, yes, it is like more fun to play in person in my opinion, but like playing over Skype or playing over like Roll20 is completely, I think really fun too. And it works yeah. very well. And I think people are a lot more likely to actually come if they don't have to drive somewhere or like find a ride somewhere. <laughs> Though, if you That's need true. to like encourage people to show up to your
2: house or wherever, you know, can always have mm-hmm. delicious snacks. Yeah,
0: free food yeah. is a
2: huge incentive.
0: Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. God, yeah. Right. You know, if they're like vegan, you can secretly feed them meat and take pictures of it and blackmail them. Like, Yeah, I think blackmail is so really So don't have to always come back. Blackmail is the takeaway here.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe yeah. you have them, you commit a murder and you help You know they cover it up, and then you know you're like, oh well, you guys are
0: complicit.
2: Yeah, you're complicit. So,
0: (laughs) whoopsie. Uh Oh, guess we're kind of gonna go on a quest now in D and D. Yep,
1: yep. (laughs) So I think we answered that to Alicia Marie's satisfaction.
0: (laughs) I'm satisfied. (laughs) Ever been playing D and and it's goblins again, and you're like, why is it goblins again? It's like the same old goblins. It's like not even a different type of goblin. Will I ever fight anything other than a plain goblin with a regular style sword? Well, thanks to Kobold Press's Five E Creature Codex, sequel to the Tome of Beasts, you will. Kobold Press has just launched their Kickstarter for the Creature Codex which brings more than 300 new monsters to 5th edition D&D. Including Lotus Golems, Wasteland Dragons, and Shadow Goblins. That's right, new goblins who serve the Shadow Fey. Shadow Goblins! If that's not enough to get you interested, then get this. All backers of the Creature Codex can submit their own original monster design for possible publication. You can make as many different kinds of special special goblins as you want. High-level backers can even commission Cobalt Press to illustrate and design their monster idea. The Kickstarter runs until January 5th, 2018, so get on it. Go to Kickstarter to become a backer of the 5e Creature Codex from Cobalt Press. The link is in the show notes of this episode.
1: All right. Um, here's a question from uh, a well-known Tumblr user, Anonymous. Very important question. Which characters from the DreamWorks Extended Universe, TM, would you say Fran, Lyka, Corbin, and the Goddess are most like, respectively? Torva is obvs. Barry B. Benson. I fucking know this is you, Hannah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Could be Libby. It's Hannah. It Are came sure? in directly after Hannah's ask. I know it's Hannah. Um, I think Fran is the
2: is the boss baby. I haven't seen that movie, but I really I think
0: it's true. I think that is accurate. I think that's yeah. accurate.
1: I think um, Corbin. Corbin is I think the donkey from Shrek. That's fucking rude, <laughs> but true.
2: What about what about uh, Miguel?
0: No. no, no, the donkey. Yeah. You the <laughs> donkey jerks. from Shrek.
1: You guys are jerks. <laughs> Definitely the donkey from Shrek. Yeah. Laika is like a Shrek. Yeah, Shrek.
0: Like a Shrek. Yep. Yep. And I'm the baby
2: boss. <laughs> <laughs> Who is um? Who's the goddess? Prince of Egypt. <laughs> Nailed it. Yes, Moses.
0: Moses. <laughs> <laughs> she's moses awesome. honestly not a bad yeah. choice yeah yeah that's that
2: fair
1: that's a deep cut i like that
2: who's uh her brother <laughs> phelan's ramses Yeah, phelan's yeah. ramses
1: yeah i guess yeah that works perfect all, all right, right uh. <laughs> <laughs> well we will have let's have another question from that old tumblow uh this is from this belongs to dash no bodies mm-hmm. if you had to re-roll your characters what would you make
0: Oh, I liked this question. I remember seeing this one. I think I like after playing like a wizard for a long time. I think I would make just like a straight up fighter, Mm. or like a barbarian, maybe just just because it's it's fun to switch it up when you are like a fighter type. Even if you're like a paladin, you watch the wizards and you're like you, oh, you don't know what you have, you fucking asshole. I want to be a wizard (laughs) so bad, (laughs) girl. I know because I was in your shoes for a long time. But then, like, when you are a wizard, you're constantly paralyzed by indecision because you have so many options at your disposal. If I had to make a new character right now, I would just make a fighter whose response to everything would be like, i throw my sword. <laughs> <laughs> that would be it. That would be the voice. <laughs> I
2: actually really like playing a druid. And I, like, don't oh. necessarily... Like, I wouldn't necessarily want to re-roll. But if I had to, I'd probably pick... I'd reclass as a monk because mm. I remember when we played with one of our old friends who was a monk and he like caught an arrow in midair and I think our like, character was broken.
1: Killed y'all. somebody. <laughs> Yeah, but like, tend to they do just so much damage. Uh, Sophie, do you remember when we were in high school? There was one guy in our D and D group who made a monk out of a a monster race that was like an insect that had four arms, and he got two (laughs) attacks for each arm, so he got eight attacks per round. I mean, that seems fair to me. It seems (laughs) that's the most genius, amazing thing I've
0: ever heard. Can we fight his character?
1: If I can somehow recreate it, I it was, he was one of those guys who really just enjoyed creating game breaking characters. So His punch, I, I, the
0: punches I, will have to do one damage or we'll die. But like <laughs> we do need to fight
1: anyway. I got Sophia. What would you re roll as? Uh,
0: a wizard, a sorcerer,
2: any kind of magic. I just want to be covered in magic.
1: Also, though, nice. a bard.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's true. I probably would be a bard. I forgot that bard was a class. I think we should all say we we be bards. Caitlin, would you be a
1: bard? Would you? I actually would be a bard. Yeah. <laughs> I would. Yeah. I think it'd be a lot of fun. I would re-roll as a bard. But um okay. Let's see. Oh, here's another one that's for me. Caitlin, do you want to read it in Mickey Mouse voice again?
2: Yeah, send it Can to I me. Can I read it as another person? Yes. I'll read it as Mickey Mouse. No, let,
0: I'll read it as read it. Else. let <laughs> me read it. Let me read it, cat. Who should I read it as?
1: Do Titus from Final Fantasy X. <gasps> yes.
0: What? Yes. I don't know how to do Titus from Final Fantasy. But I'll try. Here we yes. go. I just remember the part where he says, out of the frying pan and into the freezer. And he's always like, Jacked! Okay. This is from Brandon on Facebook. This is by the way, this is Brandon the Mandan. The Mandan himself. Will you use listener-created dashing Dawson magic items from the Patreon sometime in the future? Does my dad love me? Is he the devil? (laughs) I don't know, Brandon.
1: Very good. I don't know. We can't answer those last questions, but I can answer that yes, we will be using those. I was, I just sort of have a, Arc 3 has an interesting arc for Dashing Dawson. Let's put it at that and we'll leave it at that. But once he appears again, he will have some beautiful Patreon inspired items for our listeners we'll Hold see
0: on. he was in he was in the temple of Yol when Torva attacked it so he's mm-hmm. probably fucking evil or eh, he's that da- he's dead yeah if we well have said. to rescue
2: dashing Dawson I'll die anyway <laughs> if we have to rescue dashing Dawson I won't
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right moving on Oh, shit, it's another question for me. I'm sorry, everyone Can I read it? Yeah. Yeah. Owen Wilson
0: voice only. Yeah, Owen Wilson, Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson,
2: Owen Wilson. I also can't do Owen Wilson, but I'm going to try. Yeah. You do a great Owen Owen Wilson. Wilson. You're good at it. So this is from Clovexy on Tumblr. Wow. Of the NPC voices you have
1: done, which has been your favorite? Wow. (laughs) That was very good. Um, The NPC voices I have done. What which one's been my favorite? That would be the Artificer Artie. I love making robot voices every day. That one is so good. (laughs) Um, and I can also tell you my least favorite voice, and it's Zaroon, and it's a mistake (laughs) that I live with every day. It's really good though. Like it is a good good voice. It's a great voice, but it's so hard for me to do. It is. Like, the opposite of what my voice naturally wants to do. I wish you sounded like that all yeah. the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wish I wish I did, too, because I think that'd be amazing. Um, <laughs> especially because I work customer service over the phone, so, like, that would just be ideal, <laughs> the 50 calls I answer every yep. day.
0: Yeah, that's true. I
1: should start doing that. I should start answering in my silly character Or voices. accents, mm-hmm. like, be a
0: British
2: person. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to
1: okay. do that at Target. <laughs> nice. Learning some oh. real truths.
0: I love yeah.
1: it. Here's the real truth: is that you can't have four Minnesotans on a Skype call and have none of them work at Target. Like <laughs> one of them has worked at Target in the past, and one of that them is true.
2: Work at Target again in the future. Yeah,
1: sure. <gasps> Next question comes from cilantro haters on Tumblr. I love it. If Corbin, do love it. If Corbin, Fran, Fran Leica, <laughs> and Mary were living in modern times. What do you think they would be doing, and how would the gang be? Would they all be high school jocks, class reps? Thanks so much. <laughs> so this is kind of a, a continuation on the college t- uh, oh, question. Oh, but it's so good. This is
2: this is what I was born. To
0: answer, yes. yes. Okay, so this is high school AU, is what we're yeah. saying. Yeah, yeah, this yeah, is yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, high school yes. AU. asking if Fran would be a jock is the most hilarious thing I've ever heard. No. I think Fran would be <laughs> in Fran- the theater department. Um, that's yeah. that's good. Yeah, yeah. Of illusions. Yeah.
2: Also, though, like science club.
0: Yeah, she would be like in like the decathlon, <laughs> 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 oh, and in like yeah. the chess club. But she would pretend she wasn't like she. She would be the kind of nerd that I was, which was like the kind of nerd that I was like. I don't watch anime. I'm not an idiot. Like, (laughs) but I like did nothing but watch anime. (laughs) Like I literally couldn't be found doing one other activity. (laughs) So I think that's the kind of person Fran would be, and also she would be like um, some kind of water boy for like the main sports team of the school, so she could be close to the hotties.
1: Yes!
2: (laughs) Yes! <laughs> Love it. Corbin would be that kid who's like, first of all, never showers. Oh, is yeah. super, super greasy. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody likes him, but he's completely <laughs> unaware. Like, he has no fucking idea of social, like, norms or, like, where the where the clicks are or anything mm. and everybody thinks like they kind of think that he's like stoned all the time and like yeah. a bunch of people always go to him asking for weed but he just like <laughs> doesn't know because he's just <laughs> like that like that's just how he is
0: i have another plot element to add i think fran and corbin would hate each other and be best friends with the same teacher <laughs> yes
2: Yeah. I think um, Laika would be best friends with Corbin, and she would be really afraid Absolutely. and intimidated by Fran. I think she would be also a water boy, and maybe, like, didn't start out good at sports, but was, like, a water boy because she wanted to be on the sports I team. I just,
1: I feel like, I don't know why, but I feel like Laika would be on the lacrosse team. I feel like if mm-hmm. she
0: hmm. was brave enough. she She's too strong, and she's also <laughs> tall, so you know that, like, There would be coaches begging her to be on the basketball team. She'd probably be on the basketball team. Yeah. You you know she's on the basketball team. But you know she'd be best friends
2: with Corbin, and they'd be, like, sitting at a lunch table, and they'd be like, Fran seems really cool, right?
0: Yeah, and I'd be like, you guys are losers, and I have no friends, like MJ from (laughs) Spider-Man. They'd be sitting at the same table alone. Yeah. Corbin would, like, leave
2: notes, like, mean notes in Fran's locker all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, And Fran would, like, bully Corbin, probably, so it'd be oh. fine. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Laika would leave uh,
2: love notes,
1: I think, in both their lockers.
0: <laughs> Is Mary the teacher that we're best friends with?
1: <gasps> No, I think Mary is the exchange student who comes in during junior year and like she doesn't speak the language, but she gets assigned these three nerds as her like school guides because you guys are all in the same like language class that she's, you know, from. Brings us together. Yeah. Adorable. Wow. There it is. High school AU fanfic writers. Go have at it. I want to read this. (laughs)
0: I'm desperate to read it. Yeah, please. Somebody write me a fanfic. I swear you to God. Guys
2: keep asking us about fanfic, and we just haven't seen a fanfic. Yeah. <sighs> don't
1: ask if you're not
2: offering.
1: <laughs> okay. Oh, here's this one is from Rob Martin. I think it's pronounced Rob Martini, but it's Rob Martin3E. I don't know. It's on Twitter. Mm. Rob asks. I've binge-listened the first 12 episodes in the last five days. Now I constantly make non-sequitur asides to myself out loud in Laika's voice. My question (laughs) is, how can I stop? No spoilers. So, Sophia, how do you stop doing Laika's voice? No spoilers, Sophie. Oh, God, no spoilers. Do not give a spoiler when you answer this question. No spoilers. Do not.
2: Um... Everybody dies, uh season three. Oh, oh shit, fuck Sophie. Fuck. Oh, uh, Sophie. Uh pr- just it. let me backtrack. Let uh. me backtrack. Uh don't <laughs> stop. Just embrace it. Let it become your natural voice. Um, like mm-hmm. we were saying with Kat and Zaroon, people want to hear something unique. And I don't think most people sound like they chain smoke uh from the day they were born. And that's good. Just like mm-hmm. go for it.
0: <laughs> I can I ask one thing that I'm just interested in. Yeah. So it is regarding. Did you guys see? We got tagged in a post on Tumblr that was like about characters who don't advance the plot. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like so that, that they can like act in character. And most of the post was basically like, I fucking hate it. <laughs> like, don't tell me your character is doing anything. And then the person that tagged us was like, if you want to see an example of this that like I don't think was annoying, listen to Dames and Dragons and like particularly Fran oftentimes acts against what the DM obviously wants her to do and I was just interested to like hear your guys' thoughts on that like do you think there's a difference when you're doing a podcast versus when you're just playing is there like a scale of when that should be do you know what I mean yeah yeah no I know
1: what you're saying and I think it really boils down to if you're doing something because you want to make yourself the center of attention, or if you're doing something because you want to make other people laugh. Um, That's
0: true. Yeah. Which,
1: like sometimes those things do intersect, but a lot of the examples that we get of really disruptive players, people who are creating characters that are chaotic evil in an lawful good party or something like that, where it just doesn't work. A lot of the times that just comes from a place of wanting to be the center of attention at the table which that's good and you should or that's not good and you should never do that um because it's a collaborative storytelling game like that's just very counter to the idea of D and and not to say that a chaotic evil character in a lawful good party can't be super fun i can see lots of ways that could work but but i think the difference is when you do stuff noelle it's it's more coming from you want to make an interesting character choice that makes people laugh and for me as a DM that's much easier to work with and work around and also I set up Avalis in such a way that people around you just don't really want to interact with you if you're doing some crazy shit they'll just be like not my business and walk away so like that's how (laughs) I'm not gonna ruin my day (laughs) basically
0: yeah I mean I was just thinking about it because like I mean not that like Fran is really the most disruptive character in the world, but I probably wouldn't play Fran, or at least I wouldn't play her the way that I do play her, like, in a regular campaign. Like At least in, like, certain moments where it's, like, you do something and it's going to be funny and it's going to be an interesting story, but if you were actually playing D&D just to play, everyone around you would be like, oh, my fucking God, can you stop? You know what I
2: mean? Yeah, yeah. I think, too, that there's, like, a difference between playing... Like the person said, a disruptive character and being a disruptive player. Because yeah. I feel like you get characters, too, that are like, I remember Hannah used to tell me she had DMed for a group of people who like were a bunch of dudes, and every five seconds they'd be like, oh, I put my dick in it. <laughs> and then it's just kind of like, well, your dick gets chopped off. Like, yeah. Sorry. But like that's the kind of person that I would consider like the most disruptive kind of player because they're doing something (laughs) that like their character probably wouldn't do, right? And they're just Mm -hmm. doing it for their own weird, sick. Um, Caitlin, have you listened to our podcast? (laughs) Because we do put our dicks in like a lot of things. So okay, that's true. It's different. (laughs) It's different. (laughs) Like it's different when you do it once or twice versus when it's like something that you do every single time that the dm tries to get you to play along with the story you know what i
1: mean right yeah yeah and and that sort of thing is a it's an example of putting the dm in a really shitty position of either you have to follow through on the consequences of your actions which then pisses off the player because like your dick gets chopped off um or you are a pushover and mold your story to make it the consequences go away, which right. also sucks, because then the player, you know, someone who's really just doing it for shits and giggles is just gonna keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel so- like
0: that example, though, too, is also, like, that sounds to me like people who are very uncomfortable with role-playing. Yeah. Like, yeah. they don't know what the fuck yeah. to do, so they're like, who let me make, like, the worst joke in the world. Because <laughs> I'm, like, I, all of a sudden I have to do something and think of something creative to say. <laughs> Okay, so
1: here's my real, real life, true love solution for this problem. Just execute them. Just kill them. The
0: person. Yeah.
1: Yeah, the person. Yeah. Just reach across (laughs) the table and strangle them.
2: And you know this actually.
1: This solves a lot of problems because not only (laughs) do you then
2: like get rid of the problematic player, but everybody else in the group is now complicit in the murder. So they have to keep playing D&D. Yeah. So (laughs) you can get them to keep coming.
0: Yeah. So that's true.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's a fair point. I have a question. Yes, Sophie. If you guys had to date a character on the podcast, (gasps) who would you date? A great question. Let me think. Caitlin, what the hell is that reaction?
0: Nobody (laughs) They're all crazy. (laughs) You gotta pick one. I mean the only thing I care about in somebody I date is kindness, so it probably would be like our marriage goddess. (laughs) Yeah. So the only kind people in the Yeah.
2: I (laughs) I would date Shaw. Whoa. That's fair. It's my he's in my age range. Probably. That's fair. If that's if they were in my yeah, age range,
0: it got weird.
2: <laughs> Never mind. Forget
0: this question. No, no, no. You have to answer it now. I said the goddess.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. did you? I didn't. Hear uh, you. Sorry. My my answer is Swan in the sexy assistant that you guys uh, met in the uh, tra- in the wizard's workshop. Oh on good shit! Choice. Wait, can I date Artie? Oh, that's oh, yeah. the answer. I guess so yep. a good choice. It's Artie.
0: I would date Torva, and I would be like Cecilia, and I'd turn against him, and tear down his. <laughs> I think I would date Artie and the Goddess. Oh, I would date Vioni too, actually,
2: because she could turn into anything I wanted. She could turn into like a super, like, <laughs> sexy bombshell. I don't
0: want to know. That's the worst thing I've ever heard.
2: <laughs> she could turn into
0: Starbuck from Battlestar Galactica. Can you fucking imagine that? But you know what? If she had a sense of humor, which we don't know that Vioni does, she could also like turn into like Mickey Mouse at like the worst (laughs) time possible. Well, that's true. (laughs) I would have made my bed
2: and I would have to lie in it and it would have Mickey Mouse inside of it. Would that disturb Caitlin? She seems very into Mickey Mouse.
1: His eyes couldn't lie. (laughs) All right. So this question comes to us from Sebastian on Facebook. And it is, will Hannah Colbert's character be making a return appearance in the next arc? Oh, please say yes. Please, please. Hannah, I know this is you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hannah, how many questions can you send? in?
1: (laughs) Hannah, just find your boundaries. (laughs) Listen, listen. Hannah Colbert's character will make a reappearance. When it is thematically appropriate for it to happen, and when the players make the correct choices, which will allow that to happen, and only then will Hannah Colbert grace us again.
2: Spoiler alert probably if we go to Madria, that's what we've been, we've been told, and we're very aware of it because we want Hannah to be back on the show, so it's as soon as possible. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, although it
1: all
0: does depend on like plot hooks, too, mm-hmm, so right, but like if.
2: Cat does anything to Mary, we're all gonna die. So the yeah, we got our lie. eyes
0: on Madria. But in case Mary doesn't yeah, die, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Cat knows.
2: Cat, Cat, no, don't, don't,
0: don't you kiss? Keep them inside, Cat. In. <laughs> Cat is that. blowing just a lot of kisses right now, and it's that's what she always does when we want to know anything about our show. <laughs> Or just any
2: questions you have to cat.
1: It was audible. That was a good one. (laughs) Let's hear it one more time.
0: Nice. All right. Good.
1: All right. Our final question comes from many people everywhere, but specifically Irel, Clavexi, and several anonymous Tumblr users. And the question is, who do you ship?
0: Well, the thing about that is...
2: Hey, it's your pal Mike Shea from the website Sly Flourish, and author of the books The Lazy Dungeon Master and Sly Flourish's Fantastic Locations. I'm going to be hosting a brand new show on the Don't Split the Podcast Network called the DM's Deep Dive. Each month, I'll be talking to a member of the D&D community about a particular topic of the game like encounter design, tools for improvisation, and game pacing. You can subscribe to the show through iTunes, on Twitch, or on YouTube. Join me, and we'll all work together to make our games fantastic.